Welcome to the Music Podcast for Kids. We're your hosts, Mr. Henry and Mr. Fight, music, music educators extraordinaire. The Music Podcast for Kids is a fun and educational podcast where we learn and explore the best subject ever, music. Today's episode, we are learning about Music of Ireland Part 2. In this episode, we continue our journey and even get to interview an Irish music specialist to learn more about music of Ireland. And now the music joke of the day. We love jokes. So if you have a joke, please visit our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com to submit your joke. And guess what? It doesn't even have to be a music joke. It can be any joke. We will read and enjoy your joke on the podcast and also let everyone know who it came from and where you are in this great, big, wonderful music world. Our joke of the day is, well, first, we just wanted to say that we have been getting your jokes, which is awesome. So keep them coming. Here are a couple from our listeners. This joke today comes from Nico. Okay. What is Beethoven's favorite fruit? Huh? Banana na. Banana na. Great joke, Nico. This joke comes from Emma. What is the mountain that sleeps forever? Huh? Mount Everest. <laughs> Make sure to send in your jokes by visiting our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com. A link to the website can be found in the show notes. And now, the music word of the day. 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 day. Yeah! In part one of the Music of Ireland adventure, we discuss meter as the music word of the day. We further discuss the meter of music from Ireland in our continuation of the journey today, so I wanted to recap the word meter. There are many sides to meter, but the one angle to recap on is the combination of how music sounds and its relation to meter. If you hear music that has a marching feel to it, it's using the meter of two. If you can hear music that makes you sway back and forth, it can be in a meter of three or a compound meter, which we discuss further in today's episode. And music that makes you wanna bop your head while you dance is in the most common meter of Western music, the meter of four. Another word to discuss today 
is the drone. And not like a drone that flies around. And also not like when someone keeps droning on and on and on about their life story. Like that one time when I was riding my bike on the fresh new pavement that the pavement guy just put down. Such a nice smooth ride on my super sweet bike. So excited to get out on the fresh new hot blacktop. Ouch! I didn't even put my shoes on. And of course, I had to stop to see something. So I stopped, I hopped off with my bare feet right onto the fresh new hot black Oh, hey there, Mr. Quarternote. Well, you scared me. Well, Mr. Henry, you keep droning on and on about your life story while we're trying to learn the music word of the day. Drone! Oh, right. I got a little carried away with that story. Yeah. Yeah, so about that story, Mr. Henry. Uh, oh, yeah, that story. Um. So you walked on hot blacktop with no shoes. Thank you, Mr. Henry. Um, well, uh, yeah, let's get back to the music word of the day. Drone. In music, a drone is a note or a couple of notes that is held out for a long period of time. The note sustains. Let's take a listen to this drone. We will learn about this instrument from Ireland today that has a bottom end note that sustains or is held continuously as the other notes are played over top. Awesome! And that's the music word of the day. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you are enjoying the show so far. Please subscribe to the podcast to receive the latest episodes and leave a review through iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, get updates on what we are up to through Facebook and Instagram by finding us at Music Podcast for Kids. Links will be found in the show notes. On to the show! And now, the main subject of the day. Alrighty then. Got some food and ready to roll. Oh, great. I'm starving. Well, we best get on our way, Mr. Hairy Legs. Have a great trip. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Hairy Legs. Oh, and sorry again for smacking you with the sand anchor. Whoops. Yeah. So, how many more days until we reach Ireland? Well, let me look at the hot air balloon app I downloaded. Let's see, it looks like, hmm, it says no map available for this long of a trip. What? Oh boy, I'm sure my signal's just weak is all. <laughs> Once we get back up there, it'll kick back in. No worries. Here we go. Hundred twenty-five days, four hours, twenty-five minutes, and thirty-two seconds later. Thirty-three seconds. Um, thirty-four seconds. Uh, okay, mi- th- okay, Mr. Henry. Maybe we put the penny whistle away. Phew. Are we there yet? I'm kind of getting sick of these granola bars. Wait a tick. I think I see it. Ireland. Wow, Ireland. Look at those cliffs. Yeah, those are the cliffs of Moore. See, I knew we would make it. Yeah, I guess you were right. Okay, 
Let's make sure we land this thing nicely. Lift this thing up and throw out that sand anchor and... Look out! Oh, no, not again! Oh, jeez. Mr. Harry Legs? Yeah, Mr. Harry Legs? How did you get to Ireland? Well, when you said you were going to Ireland, I decided to get on a plane to check it out. Been here for almost six months now, and I love it. Six months? You mean we've been in a hot air balloon for six months, Mr. Henry? Oh, yeah, it, it went by fast, though, Mr. Fight. Time flies when you're having fun. Hey, what's that sound? Wow, cool. Those are the Yulian pipes. They're just like bagpipes. Oh, yeah, bagpipes. That's when you have a bunch of little pipes in a big bag, and you shake it around like a percussion instrument. Huh? Why are you looking at me that way, Mr. Fight? Oh, boy, Mr. Henry. No, bagpipes sound like this. To play bagpipes, you use your air to fill up a bag. Then you press the bag with your arm as you place your fingers on different holes to create different notes and sounds. Oh, cool. I hear a droning sound, too. Yeah, exactly. We learned about the drone sound when learning about music of India in episode number seven. Right. The droning sound is when you have a continuous note or set of notes that constantly play while the melody or tune is performed. Right. We hear a drone in the bagpipes as well. The bagpipes and Yulian pipes are a little different. To play the bagpipes, the musician uses their air to fill up the bag. But the Yulian pipes do not require the musician to blow into the bags. Rather, there are bellows that are pressed by the arm to generate the air into the instrument. Bellows? Elbows? No, Mr. Harry Lakes, not elbows. Bellows. A bellow is a device that you press together to create a large amount of air. Bellows are found in the Yulian pipes to pump air into the instrument, making that cool sound. Pretty cool stuff. Oh, I hear more music coming from that restaurant over there. Let's go check it out. Yeah, let's get some food too. Oh yeah, I'm starving. Boy, that music sounds great. Traditional Irish music is known for its storytelling. Yeah, for sure. And a traditional music session or play along is known in Irish as a shayshun. Sweet. Looks like there is a violin, acoustic guitar, bow run, and that little box thing with buttons on it? Ah, yes. That's the concertina. The concertina became more popular in a revival of traditional Irish music. The concertina is also called a button accordion. There are a bunch of buttons that you press while squeezing the instrument back and forth to make a sound. Makes me want to get up and do a little jigaroni. Yeah, Mr. Hairy Legs. Actually, a jig is a type of music that has a certain feel. That in total music nerd talk is in a compound meter. Yes, compound meter, or also known as compound time, consists of a beat in a measure that is broken up into three separate parts. The numbers typically associated with compound meter include 6, 9, 12, 15, and more. Theoretically, compound meter can be translated into simple time, but the use of... Okay, Mr. Henry, uh, that, that probably went 
straight over our heads. Uh, yes, sorry about that. Maybe we just focus on how compound meter sounds or feels? Yeah, good thinking. We talked about meter as the music word of the day today. Compound meter has a sound like this. When you hear music in compound time, it usually has us swaying back and forth within our movement or dancing. Exactly. And the jig was a popular feel in Irish music that allowed people to dance and feel a certain way. Music is pretty powerful in its ability to get people to move and feel great while doing it. Oh yes, I'm feeling happier and happier with this here jig. Nice moves, Mr. Hairy Legs. Oh yeah, get it going, Mr. Hairy Legs. Some of the most popular traditional Irish bands are the Dubliniers, Chieftains, and Clancy Brothers. Yuppers, so if you're ever in the mood for some great music, check out those cats. Cats? Um, they are not cats, Mr. Fight. Oh, that's just a figure of speech. Back in the day, in jazz music, they would call a cool musician a cat, which, oh boy, that confused look again. Okay, forget it. Yeah, well, this has been a pretty cool adventure. So much cool music in Ireland. Let's sit back and enjoy the music and food. Then, we'll get back home in our hot air balloon. The hot air balloon? Uh, yeah, right, Mr. Henry. You won't drag me on that thing again. Oh, come on. We can play What Instrument Does That Cloud Look Like? The whole way home. It'll be great. I'm getting pretty good at that penny whistle. Oh, then we can stop to see Paris and Italy and Greenland. Oh, and I always wanted to see Egypt. And that's the Music of, of Ireland. Ireland. The Music Podcast for Kids is brought to you by Mr. Henry's Music World YouTube channel. If you are interested in learning how to play the piano with a fun and engaging curriculum geared toward kids, please subscribe to Mr. Henry's YouTube channel called Mr. Henry's Music World. Links will be found in the show notes. Again, we thank you so much for tuning in. Time for the Super Duper Music Challenge. It's time to test your ears. Test your ears? Uh, I don't think you can really give your ears a test, Mr. Henry. I mean, how do your ears hold a pencil without bleeding? Oh, no, Mr. Fight. When I say test your ears, I mean listening to something and trying to figure it out through hearing it. Ah, right, of course. Time to play the The Music Podcast Podcast for Kids Super Duper Music Listening Challenge. Uh, Yeah, uh, I don't know, Mr. Fight. A a little bit long of a title? Yeah, yeah, we need to work that one out. Yeah, we will. We'll work it out. Okay, on to the challenge. In today's episode, we learned all about the music of Ireland and got to hear some cool instruments that are a part of traditional Irish music. So we wanted to test your listening skills. I'm going to play two examples and you have to guess which instrument is from Ireland. One. Here is the first instrument. Here is the second instrument. Two. Here is the first instrument. 
Here is the second instrument. Here is the first instrument. Here is the second instrument. Four. Here is the first instrument. Here is the second instrument. Check your answers by going to the show notes. We hope you did a great job. Just chat, just chat, just chat, just chat, just chat. Just chatting, just chatting. Mark Gunn is an American musician and podcaster, and known for his performances on an instrument called the auto harp. Mark has and continues his amazing, award-winning podcast called Irish and Celtic Music Podcast. It was great to talk with Mark about the music of Ireland. So let's get to the chat. Hello, Mark Gunn, and welcome to the Music Podcast for Kids. So, Mark, we always like to ask, uh, start out by asking our special guests about their music background as a child. So what experiences did you have as a child in the school setting and maybe outside of school as well? I didn't do much in school. Most of mine was outside of it. I, my family, both, my mom and dad both played musical instruments. So I played the piano, got lessons for about a year. Uh, it didn't take very well. I didn't like to practice nearly enough, but uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, in high school, I picked up the guitar and got lessons again outside of school. And that clicked a little bit more aside from the problems with my guitar, which was it was a really big instrument and it cut off the circulation in my arm. <laughs> so it wasn't until college that I think I really, really started nailing down uh, playing the guitar. So as a guitarist, who were some of your... Uh your big inspirations as you uh, began your guitar career. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't so much about uh, playing guitar as it was uh, being Elvis Presley. Uh, <laughs> I, I was he was my idol growing up, and uh, so I wanted to be a songwriter like him. It wasn't until much later that I realized that he didn't write any songs, uh, but <laughs> but I, I fell in love with his music, and I, I so that's first thing I started learning was uh, how to play songs by Elvis Presley, yeah. and uh, it just went from there. Awesome. So the guitar you were you were performing in high school, you were performing in college, yeah. Um, but the the instrument that you perform now is the auto harp. So, yes. um, yeah, super interested in this instrument and kind of how it works, and giving our listeners a little more idea of you know what what it looks like and how it's played and things like that. So, could you tell us more about the auto harp? All right. Yeah. The auto harp is a sort of triangular instrument. You f usually find it in like a, you know, grade school, uh, but it's basically a very simple instrument because it's uh, you press a button and it creates a chord and all you have to do is strum and it creates this gorgeous sound. Um, 
It's got this very full body. It's got five octaves. Um, it's based on the zither, which is a much older instrument, about a thousand years old. But the modern adaptation started in the late 1800s, 1890s, and uh, it it's just got it's got a beautiful sound too. And it's so simple to play because again, all you have to be able to do is press a button and strum and that button that that strum will be everything in the chord um and it's just, it just sounds fantastic it's gorgeous yeah that's neat and you know um having it be such so an, an instrument that is a little easier to play it would be a great instrument for kids right yes, to, to get definitely. just to start experimenting with things um so yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. And actually, uh, Bruce, I don't know if this was the deal for you, but when I, so we're both Mark, we're both elementary music teachers, right? And so I've been teaching for fifteen years. When I first came there, auto harps were, must have been the rage, like um, yep. in 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 uh, elementary <laughs> school for kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were like uh, the ukuleles of today. Like we, you know, yes, we think yeah, ukulele. Yes, yes, oh, yes. it's a simple instrument. Yeah, I think they were very similar. Yeah. The, yeah. the toughest part of the auto harp is the tuning because there are thirty six right. strings, <laughs> and they go out of tune fairly easily. Um, I, you know, I spend a, a, at least a good fifteen minutes making sure the, the the instrument is in tune before I even start playing. And once it's in tune, you know, it'll it'll usually last at least a good solid thirty minutes if I'm not playing it too hard. Uh, but sometimes it'll it'll go for the full hour or whatever before I have to sit back down and and making sure all the strings are in tune. And you start hearing little notes out of tune in the process. Yeah, nice. cool. So you went from being Elvis to, <laughs> or wanting to be Elvis, to uh, Irish and Celtic music. So yeah. could you give us some insight on what instruments you might see in a traditional Irish uh, Celtic band? Yeah, so the auto harp is not one. Um, <laughs> the auto harp is an American folk instrument. Again, it was it was uh, created in the late 1800s based on a German design, popularized through Sears catalog, and uh, I. Uh, so it's not one of the, the instruments, but it is a great singer's instrument, a great folk instrument. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you like to sing, then it's a wonderful instrument to have. Now, in the Irish music uh, world, you typically you're going to have uh, my one of my favorites, which is the uh, the fiddle the flute or the penny whistle the uh i the irish uh, the octave mandolin and the mandolin um but you know derivative of the fiddle you'll have also have the ilian pipes mm -hmm. which are a, a form of bagpipes uh for the irish um there's the irish drum which is called the boron and uh all of that those are the type of instruments you'll usually find in an irish session a lot, a lot of times also a guitar guitar has become very uh, popular as well uh though there is a usually a slightly different tuning uh for most guitars yeah that's cool hmm. something that i saw what i was lucky enough to travel to ireland and um it was like an acoustic duo and and i guess you could you know, this could be all across the world, but yeah. it was the first time I had seen it. They had put a microphone inside the case of their guitar mm -hmm. and they used that as the, like, and they would stomp on it like a, <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Like I never even thought to do that, but it just fit that, that driving music so well that we find yeah. in. Yeah, when you have, a, when you, so the, the musical, um, styles that are most common in Ireland. You have the 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 reel and the jig, mm. and um, and when that sounds like a very much a, a great 
a tactic for a reel because reels are driving four four beats you know yeah you know so it's got this really great driving sound whereas the irish jig which has this sort of a lilting you know they're wonderful sounds in general yeah that's cool so um in jazz music uh players you know they're following a type of form which for listeners that's basically a way of saying like the way the music's organized yeah um and and so like when you're in that situation as a jazz musician, everyone that you kind of understand where you are in the music, and there's a lot of improvisation. And even though it may not seem like to uh, a listener watching, that it, it might not seem like you're communicating, but there's a high level of communication. Is yeah. is there something similar in traditional Irish music? Interestingly, so so. Um, New Orleans was interestingly was one of the top three immigration spots for the Irish during the potato blight in the 1800s. And so there's a, a huge Irish influence in New Orleans, which of course, New Orleans is also hmm. one of the places considered the birthplace of jazz. And I have a yeah. friend who has actually wants to do a, uh, a research paper on the idea that, that uh, Irish music was one of the big influencers of oh, jazz wow. because uh, musically, yes, um, uh, jazz has definitely has a, a you know a solid uh, form and such. Uh, Irish music, traditional Irish music, has a very s- solid form as well. You know, you mm-hmm. have the reels and the jigs and and whatnot. But there is less of the improv aspect that you find in uh, Irish music than jazz. Usually, what you'll have is you'll have uh, a tune. Um, uh, and the tune is a, a melody that fits into a certain form. Uh, again, reels, jigs, polkas, um, mazurkas, or whatever they, they might be. You're going to have uh, all these very specific uh, formats. And then during the during the, the the set, you might change to a different tune um, in that same set. It might be the same key, might be in a different key, but it's uh, very uh, different but at the same time if you know them once you know the melody you know it's very easy to follow along because all of a sudden you're in that same format um which is again very much in like the jazz sessions um whereas they might uh, include a little bit more improv and uh, you know variations and whatnot uh in the irish session you might have a little bit less of that but it's there's still the same structure that the uh, jazz session will have. So it's, a, it's yeah. a really interesting comparison between the two, I find. Yeah, that is really cool. Huh. Yeah. So <clears throat> you have a podcast called yes. Irish and Celtic Music Podcast. Yeah. So can you tell us more about the podcast and the mission that it has? Yeah, so I started the podcast in 2005 in the early, early, early wow. days of podcasting. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think it was you know less than a, a year uh, into podcasting when the podcast started. Um, and the show is a music podcast. It's like a radio show. Uh, and it features an hour long uh, show of music by Celtic musicians. Um, and the idea is to celebrate 
Celtic culture through music. Yeah. So now not all of the music, music is traditional Irish music. Like I was describing these uh, reels and jigs and such There's a lot of songs. There's a lot of fun sing-alongs, which is one of the, the other big things about uh, Irish music is the ballads and such. And a lot of more uh, fusions of traditional Irish uh, songs and tunes with uh, contemporary music, the Celtic mm -hmm. rock genre. And uh, yeah. and the various many different fusions of that, um, and so my podcast is centered around again celebrating all of the, these fusions and making them readily available, no matter where you are around the world, and no matter what style of Celtic music you have around the world. Because again, when when the Irish, I put out a CD called "How America Saved Irish Music," and the idea <laughs> is basically that that you know all this the traditional irish music came out of ireland and went to the united states and went to australia and went to germany and went to italy went to russia and japan and all these fusions came back and created an almost new style of traditional celtic music um and such that you know songs like danny boy one of the most famous quote unquote irish songs is actually a song that was has an irish melody but it was written by an English lawyer, which, uh, but it's become an essential part of the Irish music uh, world. And yeah. um, it, so it's, it's a fascinating, again, it's the fusion of these cultures. And, and by bringing them all together, we are able to more uh, greatly able to appreciate and celebrate these sure. different culture, uh, the, all the influences that have uh, merged together and the diversity of uh, Celtic music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's something. Well, Mark Gunn, uh, thanks so much for being on the show. And uh, we wish, wish you all the best in the future with your music, with your podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. You take care. Slancha. Time to wrap it up, folks. Thank you so much for tuning into the Music Podcast for Kids. We hope you enjoyed the show. And most importantly, learned something cool today about music. Remember to send in your jokes or even a topic in music you would like us to discuss by visiting our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com. If you are interested in awesome educational and fun songs for your kids to listen and sing along with, please visit brucefight.com. Music is available to download with iTunes, CD Baby, and Facebook, and most streaming platforms like Spotify and Amazon Radio. Links will be found in the show notes. If you are interested in learning how to play the piano with a fun and engaging curriculum geared toward kids, please subscribe to Mr. Henry's YouTube channel called Mr. Henry's Music World. Links will be found in the show notes. Please visit iTunes to leave a review of the podcast and also share the podcast with friends, relatives, aliens, whoever. Again, we thank you so much for tuning in.